Private Lender Podcast, Episode 75. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Dave Ramsey, who said, Financial peace isn't the acquisition of stuff. It's learning to live on less than you make. So you can give money back and have money to invest. You can't win until you do this. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Greetings, Lender Nation, and welcome to episode 75 of the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and I'd like to thank you for sharing your time with me today. I've got an interesting episode for you. I'll just get to the point. I'm going to tell you about probably the biggest mistake I made as a lender and how I lost money. I'm hoping it's going to be a little cathartic. Uh, Hopefully no tears, not too many, but I do hope that you can learn from my mistake and protect yourself a hell of a lot better than I did. But before I get into that sob story, I do implore everyone listening, if you can hear my voice, please go to privatelanderpodcast.com slash expo, E-X-P-O, and there you can get the link and the promo code to the Quest Self-Directed IRA Expo in Houston this August 23rd through the 25th. And if you use the promo code PL Podcast, you can get 25% off your ticket. And it's our it's already a... A pretty low ticket. I think it's like a hundred bucks for three days general admission. If you want to do the VIP, I think it's around three, but uh, three hundred that is. But definitely worth it. I went to the first one last year. I loved every minute of it, and uh, in fact, I'm going to try to bring the kids out so that they can man the booth so I can go see more of the uh, of the speakers because uh, it's quite interesting to see how other you know it's it's not just real estate, but it's it's interesting to see how people use uh, their self-directed IRAs and, uh, you know, just the, the, the many aspects that, that are available to you. It's, uh, it's actually a pretty cool thing. So again, privatelenderpodcast.com slash expo for your link and 25% off promo code PL podcast. Okay. So, but let's get into the sob story and I haven't even prepared any notes for this. So I might fumble through a little bit because, uh, I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure if I'm going to get everything down that I, I want to get down, but here we go. I always stress to people, especially when you're starting off, never, ever lend outside of the first position. Don't take a, a junior position lean. Don't take a second lean. And not Because you can do it safely, but for, for starting off, a, a lot of people come to investors and say, oh, I already have you know, the money for, for this. I need a second lean to basically fund their their cost through the through the deal to pay for the, the primary lender and i know guys that do that and they pay 8% and no more and they are successful uh and these are you know pretty good businessmen if they're not your casual real estate investor and and it works in that case in this case it doesn't and i'll uh, have to explain a little bit I, um, a friend of mine wanted to do a rehab on a house that had been flooded after, I think it was Hurricane Ike. Uh, not Harvey, but uh, Ike. And 
uh, was a friend, and then there was going to be, you know, I charged a lower interest rate, and we were basically going to kind of help each other out, um, which I right there is a, a huge mistake. Keep keep the loan alone only money interest points keep it simple and don't try to get you know services or consulting or education or anything like that except when you know i mean that is for the terms of the loan it just the money the points the time and <clears throat> this is going to uh see i'm rambling i'm rambling anyway so when I agreed to make a loan, I'd never make because I dropped my interest rate down to like 6%, uh, which I wasn't a huge fan of. But then the other thing, I never, one, we never followed through with what services we were going to get, right? So I was looking for some consulting, business consulting, and uh, and that, that, never, that never came through, and it was never agreed to, which is my mistake right there. I'm, I'm, I'm not blaming my friend. That that's my problem. That's my fault for for doing that. I thought it was going to be cool, and I, you know, basically I I invested into their 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 vision and their excitement and their enthusiasm for the deal in a second position, and I trusted their comps that were provided to me. I know these are rookie mistakes. This is a while ago. <laughs> um, but it's still kind of it's still kind of raw, and if I'm going to put my voice out there on the airwaves at, uh, about private lending, I think it's uh, needs to be in full disclosure. When I tell you not to do a second lien, there's a good reason. <laughs> there's a pretty damn good reason why I uh, advocate against it. But um, so anyway, let me get back to the story. The consulting uh, never happened, and the I find out through. Well, I drove by the house actually and saw that no no work had been done about six months into it. And hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. Excuse one, excuse two. No worries. Everything's going to be on. You know, we're going to have it listed in you know two months. Okay, fine. Four months go by. I don't hear anything. Try to contact the friend. Nothing. Okay, now now my feelings are getting hurt <laughs> a little bit. You know, I'll be honest with you. This is a friend, uh, somebody that I had, um, you know, uh, had admired in, in in some aspects of, of life, and uh, yeah, here they are not paying as agreed, and not only them giving me BS excuses, but I'm having to chase them to find out what what's going on, and and that's like the trifecta right there. That, that's when you, I'm lazy, so when you, when I have to chase you. Or foreclose on you, or you know, find you know, do work. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't put me into a, a very empathetic mood. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, but the real, the real kicker is when I found out that the property, subject property that my second lien position lien was on, um, was going up for foreclosure, and contacted said friend. Said, what's going on? Yeah, I'm going to pull a rabbit out of the hat. It'll be okay. Postpone foreclosure. Great. If the borrower is not going to make the obligations 
or meet the obligations the first time, the odds of them not meeting the obligation the second time are even higher in my book. And that's exactly what happened. And so it goes back to foreclosure. I call up the the trustee and said, I, I have a second position lien. Were you aware? No, we were not. Do you want to make this loan, this loan, uh, the loan whole, you know, bring it up to payment, bring the payments to current, which basically means, you know, do you want to pay off the loan? And it was a heck of a lot more than I had loaned uh, my friend. It was about 50000 uh, I had loaned my friend fifteen, and actually, no, eighteen. Sorry, eighteen. And it's gone. It was foreclosed. The house is no longer mine, or I, I it not, never was mine. But my money is gone, disappeared, and vanished. And while some of you might be thinking, "Well, you know, you be angry at your friend," uh, which is certainly an understandable emotion. I felt like a complete idiot. Still do, and I, I don't know. It's it's um, it's not something I actually want to admit. But I figure in this internet age and 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 just everything like you know, transparency is huge. And so, yeah, I've I've screwed up. <laughs> I've made some pretty bad mistakes. Uh, I've gotten lucky on a lot of them, uh, and and you know you you, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've done thousands and thousands of, of private loans. I, I haven't, but I've done enough to where when I look back, I can see my God, I was so lucky there. You know that that would that could have that really could have come back to haunt me. And this is a, I guess one of the biggest ones, and I should have I feel like now I should have put this you know much earlier in the episode count and not wait until the 70s, but. This is very. Uh, this is kind of the very reason I've decided to come up with uh, the, the private lending pillars, uh, of which uh, I have four right now. Uh, number one, is never lo- loan money to a friend or family, but rather give them the money without the expectation they're going to pay you back. And if they do pay you back, then great, it all works out well. But if you g- loan the money to the f- friend or family, and this doesn't have to necessarily be for you know, a private loan to a, a real estate investor, just in general. Don't loan to that friend, give, give them the money. You know, maybe it's a payday loan or whatever. If you have the money to give and you don't get it back, that's fine. Give it, give it away, move on. However, in this case, because the friendship entangled things, right. And Hey, we're going to, you know, uh, help you do this, um, instructional thing and, or, uh, Okay, great. And then, you know, we'll help with marketing and blah, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Uh, and just basically brainstorm and do some consulting with me. That was never agreed. We, I should have never wired the money without that agreement in place. You know, and just that's that's just a big case of dumbass right there. Um, but, you know, I was, well, I was, I'll say I was young. I wasn't that young, but I was younger and uh, dumb. And I didn't, you know, I bought into the uh, the enthusiasm of the borrower, and that is a, a, a death trap, or it can be. Fortunately, it was only eighteen thousand that amount. But um, what are you going to do? You know, I should, that's a loan I shouldn't have made. Yes, my friend should have paid me back. That goes without saying. But 
you know, this is a lesson now that the world has. Um, so hopefully you can, you know, carry on and say, yeah, Keith, you're, you're an idiot. That was stupid. Hope you learned your lesson because I have, trust me, I have. But maybe you can take that with you and, you know, just learn from my mistakes. Don't do what, uh, don't do what I did. I did <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Um, or not as I did. How about that? Uh, so with, uh, I, I, I can happily say I have no second liens, uh, out there. All my, all my loans are in the, are in the first position. Uh, so, uh, yes, I have definitely, you know, learned, um, uh, learned from that mistake. So yeah, never lend to your friends. Another, uh, pillar is, Return care about the ROI is the most is, is the most important thing you should think about first the return of your investment because here in my case I did not put that as a priority and there you go lost the money. I also think of a great pillar to have is that it, it must be a win win for everybody and everybody has to know the situation and the reason I bring that up is let's say in the case of owner financing where somebody like Mitch Steven. Or my partner Landon and I will will purchase a house through with private money, and then turn around and sell it with uh, owner financing, and our buyer covers the note back to the private lender. I won't do those deals unless they're vetted through a residential mortgage loan officer or loan originator. Sorry, and that the buyer, the end buyer, is is aware that. His lien with the owner is sec- a second lien, uh, and I've, we've had him toward. No, they, they uh, buyer said no. I don't. I don't want that. Um, it is you know. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself there, but it's got to be win 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 is what I'm trying to say. And I'm babbling again. I'm sorry, folks. And then of course, and the lesson in all of this uh, second lien, not doing my due diligence, buying into the enthusiasm of the borrower, uh, you know not believing a friend would do that kind of thing. Pillar number four, never trust, always verify, especially comps, <laughs> especially low activity in the area. Always verify, never trust them. And if you do that, follow those four pillars, you're, you've got a really good step down the road in, into the private lending world. So that's what I'm going to leave you with after this episode, please remember to go to privatelenderpodcast.com slash expo. And we don't, I don't get any money for that link that is on uh, the expo page. It just tracks who came through me, basically. So uh, I, but I don't, because Quest can't share funds or, you know, or anything like that. So we don't get, I don't, I can't monetize that at all. But what I can do, and, um, this this is an episode of full transparency. Uh, Scott Carson is going to be there, and last year he was the uh, the vendor responsor with the most ticket sales or c- coming through his channels. And I like Scott; he's a friend, he's a great guy. But I'm also very competitive, and I it, I just I want to beat him. Okay, I I do. <laughs> I you know I, I want friendly competition. Uh, but I, I, I want to beat him. So if, you know, go, please put that, that link out there, uh, social media, um, you get it out there as much, you know, it doesn't matter who uses it and they get 25% off. That's, uh, that's, that's a great deal. I mean, you, you can't beat it. 
Um, but yeah, that's the reason I'm, I'm really, I'm really pushing the Quest Expo this year because I want to be, uh, I want to be number one, but I definitely want to, uh, I want to rank. Let's put it that way. I want to rank and uh, get as many people out there as possible because it really is a, is a cool event and I'm going to be there. Uh, the kids will probably be there for at least some of the days. I might, I might, uh, I might let them skip school. Um, and anyway, it's, it's a lot of fun. So that's it. I think I'm done rambling now. I've got about a quarter hour in. You've got my sob story. What, why you shouldn't do second leans and, and why you should stick to pillars. Um, I always have a touchstone to come back to, to guide you when, because people are going to tempt you with all types of things. I'll pay higher interest up, you know, that they'll, they'll, we'll we'll structure the deal this way but you know now have a have a have a i guess it's like a touchstone or something have those those pillars you know those commandments for lack of a better term uh and have those and and don't do second liens so there all right that is all for today i wish all you guys out there positive self-awareness happy thoughts uh <laughs> Uh, I just had a Bill Burr moment there. I was about to tell you where to go. But anyway, (laughs) uh, I do wish you happy and prosperous private lending. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.